Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good morning, Tim. It's good to be with you. Uh, to that case specifically, since those remarks of a couple of weeks ago, we've seen Atlanta basically explode, certainly and tragically, this past weekend. What do you make of what you're seeing, Atlanta and elsewhere around the country? Well, what I'm, I'm seeing, especially in Atlanta, is, is a, uh, it's just a concerning trend with the police, especially not feeling that they have backup to do their job, which 99.9% of the time they do you know, excellently. But yet they're scared because they don't know what's going on, and they, and they feel uh, like a lot of times that nobody has their back. And we're seeing just an unrest that's growing, and I think it's, it's when uh, you have that kind of uncertainty with the police, not knowing what they're intending to do, and, and mixed messages coming from the top. It just presents a, a very difficult situation, and, and we can't allow lawlessness to continue um, or it becomes you know more of a set-in and it's harder to get rid of. Now, the governor uh, calling up the National Guard effectively. You have his back on that decision? I'm, I'm proud of that. Uh, the governor, I think, has the, the, is just looking at it and he's seeing what the nation is seeing. He's seeing you know, a, a part of Atlanta that is you know, essentially uh, being occupied and, and the concerns we're having when you saw the State Patrol headquarters, you saw other places being, uh, you know, attacked and, and, and defamed. These are the kind of things that leadership does, and I'm glad to see he's done it. I, I would hope also he takes a step as well, is, is trying to help the Atlanta police officers and other police officers with also calling for justice in this case uh, and getting an independent prosecutor in uh, to uh, prosecute these cases instead of somebody who's running for office who's under investigation themselves. Congressman Doug Collins with us here. Uh, the coronavirus lockdowns, we went through those. We climbed out of them or we're in the process of climbing out of them here in Georgia and elsewhere around the country. And now it looks as though some parts of the country about to head right back in, uh, reimpose, as it were, the economic sanctions, lockdown again in the face of increased case counts, even as the death rate continues to decline. Uh, what do you what do you make of what you're seeing on that front? It's concerning. I'm not sure that, you know, we're seeing, you know, more positive to what we're doing. Definitely testing. I think Georgia is still an example of how you can do it. You know, properly, we're still seeing, you know, counts go up. Nobody expected the counts to go away, that the positives would go away. But what we have to do is how we manage those and how we, uh, you know, do make good common sense use of masks and social distancing and the things that we need to. The concerns that I have is if you go backwards into shutting down and, and the economy and, and taking away uh, you know, people's ability to move around is just going to make it worse. I think one of the problems that we are seeing is that we, our country that's never been shut down like this before, and you're seeing a lot of now coming back out uh, in, in different areas. My hope is that we can do it properly, keep business open, because it's not only a physical and you know emotional aspect, it's an economic aspect as well. You know, something that occurs to me, Congressman Collins, and it's occurred to other people as well, and it's maybe to some extent apples and oranges, but but follow me here. Uh, whenever we're testing drugs, we've got some new drug, maybe a vaccine for coronavirus. We test that thing. We regulate that thing nine ways to Sunday. We want to have some expectation of what will happen when people start taking that drug. We didn't vet, for lack of a better word there, we didn't vet what would happen with economic shutdowns. We just shut down. Yeah, yeah. That's an interesting, and that's really insightful because we—it's like we went straight to it and said, 
have to do because it, it was a large concern. We were seeing issues we hadn't seen before, especially in areas in which we're concerned about our health care system. And, you know, it, it presented a whole unique uh, challenge, especially in an economy as, as, as vibrant and as large as ours, to all of a sudden go to a dead stop in which people, I think it enhanced the concern, but also it made people really uh, you know, have not only the fearful of a disease and, and then a virus that's going around that it was, was concerning, but then they also had the, the, on top of it, you had the concerns of economic disaster and businesses going out of, 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 uh, out of, you know, market and everywhere where they couldn't work anymore. So it was a double whammy. And I think that's, I think there's an emotional psyche that's still not been yet, you know, really discussed in this country. Is there going to be another stimulus? I think there will be. Uh, I'm, I'm hopeful that we don't just do a random, you know, write them, you know, just do another, you know, bill that's not paid for, but, but actually look at some of the things that we've already done and see if there's money that can be moved around, done better. You know, states were received a lot of money up front, most of which had very much strict restrictions on it. Let's maybe let's see if we could, you know, loosen up those restrictions and let the governor, like here in Georgia, Governor Kemp and the General Assembly, use that money to offset some of the budget issues that we've seen. Um, but I think we're probably going to see some uh, more in, in the area, of, especially hopefully for smaller businesses. Those that are hardest hit, I would hope, we, you know, if we're going to look at it, let's look at the very areas that we can hope help the most. One area I think is very difficult is the, the $600 unemployment insurance. I think that's going to get real serious scrutiny as we come back because I think it's, it's a disincentive for people to go back to work right now. Another couple of minutes here with Congressman and Senate candidate Doug Collins. Uh, the New York Times report of a week or so ago, the Russians are paying bounties to kill American soldiers in Afghanistan. I'm going to say that you have access to intelligence and information that I don't. Have you seen anything other than a New York Times report to corroborate any of this? No, not really. And that's been a concern. I talked to some of my colleagues who have been in meetings and, and the concern is, is twofold. And it's what I've been fighting for and I've been dealing with now, as you know, for a long time, is these unsubstantiated leaks or cherry picked leaks. And I think the interesting thing is you may have intelligence reports that say we have at least seen this possibility it may be here, but not enough to act upon. The intelligence is not actionable if you would. And so to get that out into the public eye, when it's put into the New York Times or someplace like that, people believe it to be factually accurate and, and everything is is uh, math. And we just don't see that. And, and so it is concerning the leaks and, and how we go forward. If it is if it is true, then I'm sure it will be actually something that intelligence community is working on. But we've got to make sure that what gets out in the public is not just a – uh, a political of nature or a something that is not completely vetted. Uh, quickly, the campaign. You're going to be down in Greene County later today. Uh, what do you make of where you stand now? We're, I think, 119 days away from November 3rd. What do you make of where you are at this point in the race? We're excited. I mean, it's been really good. The, the response around the state has been super. Um, you know, the, the folks are excited about seeing us everywhere we're going. We're seeing, you know, good numbers turn out. And not just at you know, political party events, we're getting that together with businesses and, and chambers. And uh, they're excited about the fact that they know we're fighting for them and that we have a record that is proven for, you know, not only for Georgia, but for the nation as, as far as helping our economy, fighting for what is right and conservative base. We feel good. Polls are showing it as well. And so we're looking forward to these next 119 days. And we'll see you on November 3rd and probably into a runoff with a Democratic, uh, whoever the Democrat might be.